Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm Brandon Cruz. You're watching DFS Tavern. This week, we're going over the NASCAR Cup Series race at Texas Motor Speedway, my home state. As you can see, the wall is kind of clear. Now I left this up. It's like a modern art piece back there. These are the ones that were held up with command strips and not a cheap alternative. So uh, let's get right into it. We'll look at the sheet. We'll look at drivers that I like, and we'll look at just this play on DFS in general and uh, where I want to go for DraftKings. So if you Google DFS Tavern, if you use the link in the description below, however you want to get here, it'll bring you to this website right here. You can just click our NASCAR tab and it'll bring you to the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500. The longest, well, not the long. We've had longer names this year, but oh, this is a mouthful. Here we are. So here is our stat model. You can see we got everything right here. If you scroll, if you continue scrolling down, you'll see laps, led track layouts, other, um, you know, lap leaders or other things to note in the last 10 races here at Texas Motor Speedway. You see details about the track, you know, details about the Xfinity, the truck series, and the cup series stages here. You can see where you can find us here and everything like that. Uh, if you scroll back up to the sheet and click this button right there, it'll open it up into a separate tab. So it's easier to view on your computer, on your phone, on your tablet, whatever you use. It's easier to view. Everything is color coordinated. You can see our DraftKings salaries, our FanDuel salaries, our ratings since 2018 on on this track, on the track type, the last six races at this track type, possible DK points at the finishing positions for each driver. So Kevin Harvick, if he wins without you know, lead without dominator points or anything. If he finishes first, he gets 46 points. If he finishes 10th, he gets 25, 20th, 5, 30th, negative 15, 40th, negative 35. You get the gist. And then we got past, we got more data in these separate tabs here that you can look through. I would suggest you do that because that'll certainly help you choose who you want to, you know, play in your line. You can use this as a good reference tool. Uh, you can compare lines if you want to make lineups write them down and then compare them based on you know our sheet right here that's what i would suggest you do in case you want to argue who's better is it harvick this weekend tricks blaney who you want to go with so that's what i would do here and uh, let me know who you think wins the championship who do you think wins the championship in the comments below i think it's i think it's denny hamlin or kevin harvick i think kevin Har i mean this is harvick's championship to lose man this is harvick's championship to lose Hopefully he wins it at Phoenix so we can see, uh, you know, good old Happy Harvick go two for two or two champion, have two champions. You know what I mean. Anyway, uh, let's start digging deep into this race here. All right. So looking at Texas, looking at the dominators that I want to play, I would imagine that this is going to be a one to two dominator race. There's a potential that Harvick could just absolutely destroy this entire race. We've seen Harvick starting the pole this year and we've seen pole sitters this year not really perform We've seen them get past early, or we see them not unload with a fast car. I don't think we have to really worry about that with Kevin Harvick. I mean, this is in this is playoff championship caliber Stuart Haas equipment, championship caliber Stuart Haas team, championship caliber Stuart Haas Kevin Harvick in this car. If there's a place that they're going to dominate, it's going to be this part of the year at Texas, starting first. I think you can go with a one dominator lineup. With that being Kevin Harvick, I think that's how I'm going to go about it. You can argue two to three, um, but I mean, Kevin Harvick is the play in my mind. I don't want to fade Kevin Harvick here. That's just how I want to go. Now, separating that, who are the dominators that I like? Kevin Harvick, Martin Church Jr., Denny Hamlin. Those are it. I think those are the three guys that are going to show up with the fastest cars and and race i mean i just think it's those guys um i don't really want to make an argument for joey logano starting second i think harvick leads the vast majority of the laps 
and I think that he'll get passed eventually by Jurex and Hamlin. So I don't want to focus on Logano. I don't want to focus on Brad Keselowski for the same reason. I don't want to focus on Chase Elliott for the same reason, and he's more expensive than Logano and Keselowski. I just don't trust him at all. So my dominators would be Kevin Harvick, Jurex Jr., and Denny Hamlin for this weekend, heavily leaning on Kevin Harvick. That's just how it is. Usually I have about five to six guys I'm looking at the dominator race. This is not a situation um, where I'm looking at multiple drivers. I think it's going to be those three guys, and I'm going to think I think it's Kevin Harvick. I'm going to have a lot of money on Kevin Harvick come Sunday. That's just the situation I'm going to. If you really want to look at stuff in detail, his 1.5-mile ranking, Kevin Harvick is first. His last 1.5-mile ranking, he is first. Look at his track history. Fifth, first, eighth, first, second, first. I don't know what else you want in a driver. I, I mean, like, Harvick's the play. The only way it doesn't work out is if they show up with a bad setup, and I don't think that's going to happen, or he has a mechanical failure, and we just can't predict those things. So Harvick all the way. Looking at guys that I want to focus on for value, look at the guys that I want to focus on to build, you know, around Kevin Harvick that are cheap. That'll be either punt plays or, you know, just value plays. I, I mentioned it in my own on my own videos earlier in the week with Josh Balicki running the, basically 700 miles on Sunday. He's running the truck series race before this race in the cup series. If I'm going to, if, if there's one guy I'm going to punt, I don't think you have to, but if there's one guy I'm going to punt, it's going to be Josh Balicki. He's going to have laps on the track earlier in the day. He's going to already be in the zone. I just want to make that clear right now. I'm not saying he's a value play, not saying you should go to him, but I just want to say, I mean, at $4,700, he should hit value. Um, looking at actual value guys that I want to play or really focus on. Ryan Priest starting 29th at $5,900. I like him. I understand he finished 40th last time we were here in the spring earlier in the year, but he's he's been you know top 30 in speed at the 1.5 miles in the last five races, but I think, I think he finishes around 24th, 25th. I like Ryan Priest a lot this weekend. Matt Kenseth. Matt Kenseth has burned a lot of people. He finished 18th in the spring race here. He got in an accident last weekend, finished dead last. I'm sure that'll drive his ownership down at $7,100. Matt Kenseth is by far my best value play, the best guy I want to build a lineup around. I did it last weekend, didn't work out. We're in the same situation here. I'm going to play Matt Kenseth again. He's easy to fit in a lineup. He helps you secure a very safe floor. Obviously, he wrecked last weekend, but that's worst-case scenario. Uh, he should easily finish around 20th, 21st, 22nd. Hopefully, he'll do better. Um, you know, he finished 18th in the spring earlier this year. I like, I love, not like, I love Matt Kenseth. Matt Kenseth, Kevin Harvick, I mean, that's two guys in my line. I can tell you that right now. Ty Dillon, 27th, should finish inside the top 23. I think he runs well this weekend. Jimmy Johnson as well, starting $2,694. I understand this isn't a, a deep value. I mean, he's an expensive value, but he should easily pay this off. He should easily race inside the top 13 for the vast majority of this race. And that's who I want to build around. Uh, my last value play that I really like, based point per dollar-wise, would be Michael McDowell, starting 23rd. I understand if you look at his speed, he hasn't been there. He, he Right now he's averaging 27th on, on, on 1.5 miles in speed. But look, he finished 15th earlier in the year. He finished very well last weekend, 19th at Kansas. Last weekend is a great example uh, if you want to compare 
how they've ran this year to how they're running right now in the playoffs. I mean, Kansas is a very similar track to Texas. If you like guys at Kansas, if you saw that they were fast at Kansas, I would be, um, I'd be looking at those guys this weekend again at Texas. For GPPs, the guys that I want to really focus on, the guys that I'd like to really build around, are going to be guys starting eighth to fifteenth. I mean, it's always like this, but just based on how these guys are starting, based on you know the draw or the qualifying order be, being set by finishing position, last race, points position, things of that nature. I like Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch, ninety-three hundred dollars, starting ninth. I think he has a lot of upside. He can easily get inside the top five. He might even lead laps. Um, if you know through fuel cycle or something like that, I don't think it wins the race, but I think Kyle Bush finishes around fourth. Uh, Austin Dillon, yet again, ran he, I mean, he ran well at Kansas. I liked him last weekend, finished 11th there. He's starting 12th here. Um, he, he won Texas in the spring. I'm afraid that's going to drive ownership to him. I mean, that, that win was fluky. He should have won. That's what's broken with the Cup Series right now is that he can just stay out on old tires and, you know, basically just create dirty air behind him and nobody can get by him. But starting 12th here, I like him a lot. Eric Amarola and Matt DiBenedetto are practically the same driver in my eyes. Matt DiBenedetto is cheaper. I imagine more people will go to Matt DiBenedetto. So Eric Amarola, $8,100. A guy that I think will finish inside the top 10, should finish around 8th. I like Eric Amarola a lot. And those are the guys I'm going to really primarily focus on trying to build lineups around. And I just want to bring that up to you. I mean, Eric Jones is another great play, but he's going to carry a lot of ownership. Clint Boyer is another good play, but he's going to carry a lot of ownership. So, you know, that's why I focus more on telling you guys about Kyle Busch, Austin Dillon, Eric Amarola. That's why I'd much rather go to these guys versus the guys who are going to carry a lot of ownership. And hopefully that helps you out. Follow us on Twitter at DFS Tavern. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow me on Twitter. Send me a question if you're curious about anything. Brandon Cruz DFS on Twitter. And you guys have a fantastic day. Best of luck this weekend. We got NFL, NASCAR, everything's here. I think it's a pretty good weekend. Good luck.